Warning. The views and opinions expressed in the following are strictly those of the relentless and may offend any snowflakes who lack drive and discipline. As a quam videre. To be, not to seem. This is Badger Actual. What's up? Welcome back to the Badger Actual Podcast. I'm Travis and I'm your host. Uh, I'm going to preface this with a disclaimer that I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist, obviously, like you could probably tell just from listening to me. Uh, I'm just a guy who's dealt with tough times and, you know, by the grace of God and hard work, made it through the other side of those tough times and been able to help uh, other people here and there through tough times too, right? So here's what I'm going to talk about today, and it's about depression, discontentment, just just uh, you know the state that a lot of people are in right now. Because we're in the it's it's uh, December of 2020 right now. Um, you know the presidential race is still contested. We don't really know who our president is. The media wants everybody to think it's Joe Biden. President Trump is suing, and other states are suing the you know other the states are suing each other right now. So if you're listening to this in the future. Yeah, that's what's happening. Like Texas is suing Pennsylvania and all these other states have hopped on the bandwagon and Trump is still bringing lawsuits about fraudulent voting. And it's all kind of crazy stuff right now, right? So not only do we have that going on, but then we have COVID going on. And with COVID, different states have different regulations on what you're allowed to do, what you're not allowed to do. And we have politicians uh, like the governor of California, Newsom, who is out there, you know, telling everybody that they need to shut down and not do anything. And then goes to dinner with eight or nine people where they're basically sitting on top of each other with no masks or anything like that, right? So there's hypocrisy uh, out the ass currently. And then you have everybody who's panicking on one side. And then you have people on the other side who are like, nah, screw the lockdowns. Forget all this stuff. We're doing whatever we want to do. And it's just, a, it's it, there's all kinds of, it, it's a high tension environment right now. And it's it, it's not hard to see how it can cause a lot of people mental anguish depending on, you know, how mentally tough they are, how humble you are, uh, you know, how, how well you try to look at it from other perspectives. And I can tell you that all this, you know, all these lockdowns and the inability for a lot of people to be able to make money for their family right now, because they are complying with the lockdowns or because their their uh, employers are complying with these quarantines and stuff like that and they're losing jobs and maybe not even able to provide right now uh, it's it's largely uh, or like it's it's a big cause of the increased alcohol use it's it's causing people to eat less healthy than they otherwise would because they're just chilling at home on the couch watching Netflix with uh, Doritos and pasta and stuff instead of actually being able to be out and about and and all that is leading to people you know in, increased numbers in suicide which is terrible and and then depression even if it's not to the degree of of taking your own life but all kinds of crazy stuff you know substance abuse it's it, it all stems from a disconnect. Right, it, it it stems more from an internal disconnect, though, than it does from all these external factors, right? And I usually call this frayed ends because, in my mind, it, it describes it, uh, you know, the best. Because you, if you think about a rope, uh, you know, or a wire or something like that, and the ends are frayed, they're not connecting right, and you you've got some connecting, some not right. Um, you know, but I guess a better way to describe it so it makes sense, uh, you know, just in the couple minutes that I'm going to talk about it here with you guys is more of like a, like an offset, right? And and where things aren't meeting up, you know, what we what we think about ourselves internally, you know, it's not lining up, you know, what we feel happens to us and it's it's not fair that this happens to us, right? Some people express it in, in simple self-despair, 
you know, in a positive feedback loop of excuses and blame, right? Where it's like, oh, this happens to me. You know, let's say you're a business owner. Oh, this is happening to me. My business is shut down. My business is failing because the government's doing this, because COVID's doing that. You know, even if you think you're not blaming it on the government or one party or the other party or this group of people over here, or this group of people over there, you know, you could still be somebody who's blaming your problems on COVID-19 right now, right? On the virus itself. Uh, that's going around. You know, it's not my fault. I can't control a pandemic. I can't control an outbreak. Well, no, we can't control what what happens to us. Or like, we can't control what happens in the world. We can only control how we respond to it, right? And if we allow ourselves to be, you know, in a state of despair or go into a positive feedback loop of excuses where it just circles around uh, elements that you can't control, you know, uh, it's not going to help. And it causes that depression, despair. You know, some people express it with anger and outrage. I'm sure you've seen a lot of people online who are just fucking angry about everything that's going down right now. And it causes us to form stances on these external factors. And and I when I say when I say people expressing things in anger and outrage causes us to form stances, I don't mean that particular person expressing it. Sometimes it is that particular person, and the reason that they're expressing it with such anger and outrage is because you know they formed a, a very strong stance, right? And and then sometimes that anger and outrage, most times it polarizes the opposite side. Or people who are a little bit in the middle and don't know what to think, and they're like, "Damn, I don't want—I don't want to be like that." So I'm going to go be over here on this side, right? And then it causes people to split and be on different sides of a popular quote-unquote movement, just so we can feel like we're worth something, you know? Because we are in that state of despair and sadness, so grasping onto anything to make us feel good, right? That's why so many people are like, "Oh, just wear the mask, just wear the mask," you know? And I'll be real with you, in case you can't tell, I don't like wearing masks. I don't think I should have to wear a mask, and that might turn you off. If it does, then you can just turn me off right now. But you know, I I don't necessarily I, I don't I don't talk shit on anybody who does wear a mask or think it's important. If they want to wear a mask, they can. I choose not to wear a mask. You know, I try to stay healthy, and I believe that I'll be good. You know, Lord willing, if if anything you know virus related happens, and you know that's my choice, and other people can have their choice, right? But a lot of people are like, no, no masks. Fuck masks, right? And then it causes people in the middle to be polarized, right? And then some people, you know, it happens with the same way on the other people where they're saying, wear the masks, wear the masks, and it causes the people in the middle to be polarized the other way. So so nobody's really helping their cause if they're like that, right? And, you know, it's, it's like the whole, I saw a meme on the internet on like Instagram or something like that today, which is hilarious. I wish I could take credit for it. I don't, I don't remember who put, posted it up there, but it's funny as hell. It said, um... It's a meme. It says like I did my own research, right? Like, and it has the the phrase "I did my own research." And next to the words "I did," there's like an asterisk with the number one, and next to the words "my own," there's an asterisk with the number two. Next to the word "research," there's an asterisk with the or there's an asterisk that says number three, right? And then there's the key down at the bottom with one, two, and three. And it and number one says watched, number two says someone else's, and number three says shitty YouTube video, right? So what it's really saying is I watched someone else's shitty YouTube video, and people take that in their mind like they did their own research, right? Uh, and that's just how everything is going down in today's in today's environment. So you know the disconnect or the frayed ends that happens in our heads that cause these feelings, the depression, the discontentment, you know all, all the things that stem from that. It's it's a lack of congruency or alignment between three things. 
The first one is what you deeply want to be, like what you want your identity to be. The second one is, you know, what you are, who you are. And the third one is what you're doing about it. Because if you think about this, right, if I deep down want to be an astronaut, and right now I'm currently me, right? You know, and right now I'm not an astronaut. Right now, you know, I work primarily in the financial service industry, um, you know, so I'm not an astronaut. So if that's me, but I want, what I, what I say, I deeply, what I deeply truly want to be is an astronaut, then if what I'm doing about it isn't getting me closer to being an astronaut, I'm going to be in a state of despair, depression, sadness, right? But let's say I want to get to, uh, I don't know, 220 pounds lean, like, you know, 10, 12% body fat. Right? And let's say right now I'm at like 200 pounds at like, I don't know, 13, 14% body fat, something like that. If, you know, obviously there's a disconnect there. We're not where we want to be. But if I'm hitting the gym religiously, you know, six, seven days a week, following a routine, you know, eating my meals the way that I need to be eating a meal prepping on Sundays like I'm supposed to and making sure that I'm planning out my week on time, getting up in the morning when I need to, going to bed at night when I need to, not skipping my workouts, doing them when I'm supposed to be doing them. Then I'm going to be happy. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be happy like I reached my end goal because I haven't, but I'm going to be content with the knowledge that I'm doing what I need to be doing every day to get closer to that goal. So these these uh, these sadnesses, these depressions, you know, it's it's a disconnect from, you know, what you deeply want to be, what you are, and what you're doing about it. Because, you know, how does that connect to the environment with COVID and everything like that? This virus gives us all a subconscious ability to blame something else other than ourselves for where we're at in life right now. You know, I'm, you know, in the financial service industry, in our company in particular, we haven't shut down. You know, we have shifted our operations primarily virtually, um, you know, where we can meet with clients, you know, over Zoom, which is cool. We never had that ability before, um, you know, but we haven't shut down and we're, we're thriving. We've broken three records, you know, subsequent records that were our own records. We're just, you know, doing better than we have ever before, um, you know, because of the expanded reach that we can do. And you know, throughout this whole COVID and this pandemic thing. And I'm not saying that to brag or boast. And if you're not in a situation where you're thriving right now, like I get it, it's it's tough all over the place. I know a lot of people in the restaurant industry who, who own restaurants or two or three restaurants and everything's just crumbling right now, uh, you know, because of a lot of these regulations that was imposed the first time. And I heard somebody say it really good the other day. It wasn't our fault the first time that these lockdowns happened and the first time that the quarantine happened because we didn't know what was up. I'll be real. I was a little, I was a little nervous, you know, when I started hearing about stuff, I I wanted to take the stance like, Oh no, I'm a tough guy. I ain't going to worry about it. But you know, I have, you know, relatives who are a little bit older, you know, my parents are in their fifties. My grandparents are, you know, late seventies, early eighties right now. And, you know, I was a little concerned myself. You know, when when all this is happening, they're saying that hundreds of thousands of people are, you know, are over a million people dying all over the place. You know, they're showing videos in China of people just dropping down on the ground dead. And it's, you know, it was we didn't know what what the deal was the first time. Right. But now we, we do. Now we know that it's not as bad as they're making it out to be. Now we understand that there's, you know, for some people it is. If you have immunocompromised factors in your health, you know, maybe overweight significantly, diabetes, respiratory problems, things like that. Yeah, you need to be kind of careful, just like you would need to be careful with, with getting, the, getting a flu or, or pneumonia or something like that. But, 
you know, it's not the, the catastrophe that they were making it out to be. And I'm not trying to be insensitive to anybody who's lost somebody, you know, but I think, you know, we all understand what the truth really is or what's clo- what is close to the truth as we're going to get, you know, as of right now. And if that's the case, that means that this second round of lockdowns that they're trying to impose on us, if we close down and we stop now, it, it is our fault. The first round, we'll, we'll call that a mulligan, right? That one wasn't our fault. We didn't know no better. But now we know better. Now we know how things are working. Now we understand you know, exactly what the consequences are if we do lock down again and exactly what the trade-off would be. So that means that if what I deeply want to be is you know, I want to make sure that I can provide for my team, my people, our company, my family, then that means that I need to make sure that I'm keeping on working and keeping on growing and keeping on you know, thriving throughout this pandemic, you know, no matter that it gives me a, a reason to blame the pandemic if I, if I fail, right? Because now more than ever, you know, we've all been, like most people, if you have at least a little bit of pride, you'd be embarrassed to say like, oh yeah, man, I failed. But in the middle of this pandemic, quote unquote, and in the middle of all these uh, pseudo enforced lockdowns, people are, you know, like we all have the ability to just reach out and grab that excuse off the excuse tree and blame this pandemic if we fail and still kind of save face, right? And we all know that it ain't it ain't the, the virus's fault. It isn't the government's fault. It's, it's not anybody's fault but my fault if I fail or if I don't make it or if I don't get where I want to go, right? And it isn't anybody's fault but your fault if you fail, if you don't make it, if you don't get to where you want to go, if you don't thrive, right? It's, it's your fault. It's my fault. It's not the government's fault. It's not the Republicans' fault. It's not the Democrats' fault. It's not the libertarian's fault. It's not anyone else's fault. It's not this virus's fault. It's our fault for the decisions that we make, especially the second time around. And like I said, if you know somebody who 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 uh, went under, you know, in business or something like that in the in the first round of lockdowns, I'll even give it to them, man. Nobody knew what the hell was going on, right? But this second time, if it happens to you, that's a hundred percent on us. It's a hundred percent on me. It's a hundred percent on you. It's not on anybody else, right? So how do we make it happen? Write this stuff down. Put it to put it to paper. I write my stuff down in an old-fashioned notebook. I love tech. I have iPads, computers, you know, different tablets, cell phones out the ass, right? But I write everything down in this five-star notebook, right? And I write down my goals, what I'm trying to do, where I'm trying to go. But you don't have to do that, right? Write it down physically with your hand because studies show that you retain, I don't remember the exact percentage, but most people would make up their percentages anyway. So let's call it 80% more, right? Than you would if you type it into your phone. So write down what you deeply want to be, or you could sub that out with where you want to go or, or an end result that you're looking for, or even a five, six month result, 12 month result that you're trying to do, right? And then you need to write down where you are right now. And then below that, write down what you're doing about it currently and be honest with yourself. Not what you're going to do about it. Write down what you're doing about it currently. Write down what you're doing to close the gap, what you currently are doing in the last week, in the last month, in the last six months. Write down what you've been doing to close the gap between where you're trying to go and where you are right now. And look at that and ask yourself, is it enough? And if it is enough, dope, stay on that path. But if it isn't enough, and for most of us, including me, sometimes it ain't. It isn't enough. So you have to write down what you're going to change. That's the fourth thing. You have to write down what you're going to what you're going to do about it. 
but you can't write down what you're going to do about it, what you're going to change, until you first write down what you are and have been doing about that gap. Because you can't get to where you want to go if you don't know, if you're not honest with yourself about where you are. I use this analogy with my team all the time, but you know, when you when you pop open a GPS app on your phone, it asks you if you want to use your current location, right, in order to navigate to where you're typing in the address for, right? So if I say no, it's not going to be able to give me directions. It's not going to be able to give me a route because it doesn't know where I am right now. And that's why you have to look at where you want to go, where you are right now, and what you're currently doing about it, right? What you're currently doing about it because that's really where you are. And you got to be honest with yourself on that. And here's the deal, man. After you do this, the first day you do something about it, it's going to be a game changer. Like, you know, when you start working out in the gym for the first time after a while, you get like the newbie gains, right? Like you you, you get in better shape quicker and then you kind of plateau a little bit. That's all right. You know, we all know we got to work through that. But you get like quick results, right? You're not going to get ridiculous, stupid quick results, but you're going to get noticeable results quick. That's how it is with your brain because your brain is a muscle just like your body. And I, I know, you know, biologists and it you know, anatomy people out there, I understand it's not a muscle, right? It's an organ, but you get what I'm saying. Like the better, the more you use it, the, the stronger it gets. So when you're real with yourself and you take the actions needed to get to where you need to go, it will be a ridiculous game changer and you're going to feel that progress immediately. I'll give you an example, right? Um, you know, we moved it, you know, we moved into a new house literally two weeks before this pandemic uh, started right, and when the lockdowns happened and everything, um, you know we couldn't go into our offices and everything. So we we actually let um, you know people from our team who wanted to come over and needed a place to work out of come over to our house, right? Because had plenty of room in there, um, and we couldn't go into the office. This was back in March, April, and you know so we didn't really get to do all the decorating and unpacking and everything that we did because we ended up setting up tables and chairs and workstations in the living room, dining room, basement, you know, upstairs bedroom, the spare bedrooms and everything. Um, so we didn't get to do that. Now, you know, fast forward, we're back in our offices and everything a few months later, but we still never like started, uh, you know, finishing the basement like we wanted to. We got the gym set up down there, but like nothing else. Wanted to put a pool table in, you know, dartboard, bar, all kinds of cool stuff in the basement, right? Like an entertainment center. And we never really did it. You know, we got most of the stuff for it, but haven't unpacked it, haven't put it together yet. Um, and yesterday we finally uh, got a new dartboard enclosure and hung it up on the wall, right? And that inspired me, just that one act inspired me to want to actually finish the rest of the basement because I saw some progress. Just a little bit of progress, but I saw some progress, right? And that's the same thing, you know, that, and, I, and I got like a fire lit in me a little bit to actually finish putting the basement together and, and all that shit. So now we have an entertainment area where we can chill with the team, with our friends, all that, right? And that's the same thing, you know, when you when you put down what you deeply want to be, where you're at right now, and what you currently are and have been doing about it, so you can actually come up with a game plan to make it better, to get to where you want to go, and you exit, you start, just do, do a, just start on that game plan, and follow it for a day or two, right? You will be inspired, a fire will be lit under you to continue on and get even better. Now you're going to hit a spot where you plateau and we're going to have to have another conversation later on about continuing that growth and continuing that fire and continuing that that progress in your life. But this is how it starts. And listen, if you don't know what to do, if you don't know, like if you, like I'm sure that you could probably list 
what you deeply want to be. I'm sure you could probably list down what you are, who you are, where you currently are at right now. And I'm sure you could probably, if you're being honest with yourself, list what you're honestly doing now and have been doing about it, right? But I also understand that it can be hard to to even figure out what you need to do, what steps you need to take to get to the next level, to, to take even one step towards where you want to be, what you want to be, where you want to go. I know it can be hard. So if you need help with it, you know, reach out. You know, I'll help. I promise you, I'll help. I don't care if I get... 10,000. I know not many. Uh, not, there's not many of that you guys out there who are going to hit me up like that. But I don't care if I get thousands of people hit me up, dude. I'll 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 give you a call or hit hit me up on Instagram or something like that, and I will reach out and give you a hand, helping you get to where you want to go, helping you find the way, you know, to to progress to get to where you want to go, right? And I also know that you probably have people in your life that you can ask for help with too. But don't be ashamed to ask those people for help. Don't be ashamed to reach out to a mentor or a close friend to talk to about this stuff. Because if, they, if they're not willing to help you, that means that they're not really the mentor or the close friend that you need. Or that you deserve. Or that you should be around. Right? Because 2021 needs to be the year where... You try to take as much blame and as much responsibility for where your life is at as you possibly can. Because I don't know about you, but when I feel like there's a a thread or a shred of of blame or responsibility I can take in a certain area, no matter how much it seems like the factors are out of my control, if I can find one thing that is my fault or at least partially my fault as to the reason that something's happening a certain way – as much as that frustrates me, it also excites me because if there's blame that I can place on myself legitimately, that means that there's an area that I can actually have influence or control over the outcome of that problem. And I, that means I have the ability to be able to fix it. That means I have the ability to be able to make it better. And if you adopt that mindset today and rolling into 2021, it'll change your life. It'll change the outcome of your relationships. It'll change the outcome of your business. It'll change the outcome of your bank account. Um, it'll change, let me say it, let me say this. I should say it should change the trajectory, not necessarily the outcome, right? Because you got to consistently keep doing it to keep it going in the same trajectory, the same direction, right? But you do that time and time again, over and over again one day after the other, just keeping on staying on the same path, you're going to get the results. All right. So let's set ourselves up to win in 2021 here. Now, last thing I'll say is, guys, um, I know I don't have any sponsors to hit on today or anything like that. But listen, if you get some value out of this, obviously the reviews on iTunes, Spotify, whatever, that helps out rankings with us and everything. But if you get value from this, share it with somebody else that either A, you feel needs to hear this, or B, that you want them to help hold you accountable to this. All right. I'll talk to you guys next time. So stay safe and keep building. Dominate with discipline. Badger Actual out.